Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight Hump Day. So how are you today, sir? I'm fine. You know, a lot of things are going on. I guess uh, Ron DeSantis will talk about this, I'm sure, a little later on. He's going to make his announcement uh, this evening on Twitter. Uh, But, you know, one of the biggest stories I've seen in quite a while is flying well under the radar. Nobody's talking about it except for you found it. You found it. Tell us about it. Apparently there was a train uh, that was bound to California. And uh, one of the things it had on it was fertilizer. Not just any kind of fertilizer. This fertilizer, ammonia uh, ammonia nitrate, Mm -hmm. which can fertilize crops. But it was also uh, used when the, the Mira building came down. That's what they used. Yeah, 1995, now, right, yeah. Right. Now, I got to believe that, you know, either way, it can be used as an explosive. But since this came from an explosive company, uh, Dino Nobel of mm-hmm. Cheyenne, Wyoming, mm-hmm. well, it was a desert-bound train. So between leaving Cheyenne and getting down to wherever it was right. uh, in New Mexico or wherever, uh, sixty, or make uh, sixty thousand pounds, thirty tons of this stuff—a railroad car full mm-hmm. of enriched um, ammonium nitrate. Yeah, the, the explosives. Yep, disappeared. They have no idea where it is. It's just gone. See, this is amazing, folks. This should be the top of the the top of the news. This should be an ongoing story, and yet because the media ha- has an agenda, you don't hear about it. Nothing. And if you go, well, you guys, you know, you're liberal media. Okay, let me explain something. Uh, the report came from KQED. Those call letters are synonymous with yeah. public broadcast stations, which is owned by the government and the liberals. So, uh, And that's probably why it's being squelched, because somebody said this, oh, this is big, and they put it out there, and now they go, oh, we don't want people to know, which makes me wonder what, who, you know, Who's in charge and what's going on? Because you're talking 60,000 pounds. They used a ton of the fertilizer version to take down the federal building in Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. So imagine this is higher grade. Yeah. And let's just go by their numbers. You've got 30 buildings that are now, and this stuff has been lost for a little while. It wasn't just yesterday. It was yesterday I found the story, but it's been going on for maybe a week. So that means, you know, the tentacles of this octopus have reached out to where they're probably going with the uh, with the stuff. What gets Pick me? It all at once. What's what gets me is apparently the the uh, the rail car had the ammonium nitrate in it, and then right. then they didn't realize it was the car was empty for two weeks. Two yeah. weeks. Two weeks went by. And then someone said, wait a second, wasn't that rail car supposed to be full of ammonium nitrate? Oh, yeah. Well, it's empty now. So for two weeks, whoever stole the ammonium nitrate had a chance to move it to where they have to move it and to secure it and to cover their tracks. And uh, so we're well, way I behind the I would believe that it's been divided out because they're not going to – I mean – all of that stuff blowing up in one place would be one hell of an explosion, but yep. you know, to there's got to be terrorists involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's either a foreign agent or a corrupt agent here in the United States mm-hmm. that's a traitor. You know, and uh, well, you know, they say that they've stopped a number of terrorists who have tried to come across the border, 
and and got got some. But how about the ones we missed? I'm sure, and we've talked about this before, there are a number of uh, bad guys who are coming across our border and getting into our country, some of them with the help of the United States, some of them being welcomed. Come on in. Oh, yeah, yeah. What are you here for? I'm, uh, I'm, free. I'm fleeing oppression. Well, then come on in. You know, where would you like to live? Oh, uh, San Francisco would be a nice place. How about uh, Los Angeles? I mean, these people are being ushered around the country, and they could be also, you know, getting ready to attack. Like you just said, you break that 60,000 pounds up into one-ton U-Haul trucks, you got 30 of them out there. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, you can put that stuff. It doesn't have to be a big uh, U-Haul truck. It can be the back of, uh, in the trunk of An some SUV. kind of car. Yeah. Uh, it can be uh, a travel van. Uh, and it can, you know, they could put them to destinations everywhere. USA, uh, I would think you, if you, you know, you look at 30 cities that have important targets, but it's not only that is if we, not we, but if somebody took down 30 sites, mm-hmm. you know, targets, re- remember what happened on nine one one when the towers came down. Now there was. You know, there's indications that our own government was involved. There was something Mm -hmm. else going on there. But let's just say you bring down 30 buildings. Remember what happened to the economy and jobs and everything when the towers came down? Oh, yeah. Well, the country crippled us financially. For the first time in our history, the entire airline industry was paralyzed. They literally grounded every airplane in the United States on the day of that, uh, that attack. I mean, it, it is paralyzing to our country and our economy, and yet we don't seem to learn from it, you know? when We were all bound together, you know, we were very patriotic after that attack, and now we're as divided as we can be 23, 22 years later. Uh, yeah. These people are not out there with this ammonium nitrate getting ready to fertilize their, their fields with stolen ammonium nitrate. There's only one purpose for stealing that, in my opinion, and that's to use it as a terrorist explosive device. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. And imagine that they all get to their targets and they synchronize their watches. Uh, They could either do a cascading delayed effect or they could do it all at once. But you take out 30 major targets in the United States Mm -hmm. uh, at the same time in a day or over... Because I, I think you the you, you strike big and suddenly then we we would be beside ourselves. Oh, we yeah. would be in a panic. The government wouldn't even know what to do, and um, it would cripple us. The stocks would crash. Everything would everything would come included in this country. Rem- remember what the mirror building in Oklahoma City looked like after that one ton U-Haul van exploded with that ammonium nitrate. If you'll remember, that was a big building, and the entire side of it was blown off. It was blown off. It wasn't like dented. It wasn't the windows cracked. I mean, the building was destroyed. That's the kind of thing that um, this ammonium nitrate can do, but only times 30. Which is yeah. amazing. Uh, and so I can't- it's deadly. There's nobody talking about it. 
But you know what? Anywhere you listen, you could be close to a target. You could be in the target. And who knows? You know, and you should be asking the question, if you Google, you know, the train or, or, or 30 tons of, of uh, ammonia nitrate or explosives lost on train, you will find the story. It's there. You see the yeah. choo-choo, you know, and you're like going, oh, Well, that's just it. When you first uh, told me about the story, I thought, where'd you find this? Some uh, some weird site? No, it was it was MSN. That's Microsoft, yeah. you know. MSN News, that's mainstream. That's actually to the left. They had this story, but and I they don't have see it. it still. But they're not talking about it. Why? What? Unless they're going to try to find a way, and you never know. Maybe, maybe there was no mo- ammonium nitrate on the train. Maybe it's all just a ruse. It was uh, mishandled paperwork or something, or maybe it was a ruse to sit there and create a story. Well, we got a terrorist group, or they'll they'll go and find some innocent group and Mm -hmm. blame them for it. You know, there's so many ways that you could look at this, but I'm looking at it at at face value. Face value is 30 tons of explosives disappeared for no reason at all. Yeah. And it was a liberal source that found the story. And then now they're just pushing it down. down, How do you do that without help, though? Think about it for a second. It It was loaded into a rail car. It's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of ammonium nitrate. You're going to have to have a crew there and some trucks to get it off offloaded and get it off. You well, know, who says to, it was ever loaded on the train properly? Well, I would imagine that they had some kind of inventory done before the train took off to make sure that well, they ha- they're carrying what they said they had. I mean, you know, when they leave the train yard, I would imagine somebody does a check to make sure they've got everything they need on the train. Uh, maybe well, I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, it used to be, yeah, that's what a caboose was on the train. That's where they kept all the paperwork and everything. And it was, you know, that was the uh, the guy on the caboose's conductor, job. Yeah. Up, yeah, the conductor. He would go through and make sure of everything. Now it's all electronic. I'm sure the conductor on the train just gets a print I think out. The yep, guy in the, I think the guy in the uh, the caboose was called the brakeman. I think that's, yeah. that's what they called him. Uh, but you're right. You would think they don't have they don't have cabooses anymore on a lot of trains. So, uh, maybe- no, I mean that, that's a thing of the past. But you know, if it were me in charge with that story, when that train it was discovered that mm-hmm. something like that was missing, that train would have been parked. I would have had it pulled off in a yard, and it's not going anywhere till you 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 did examination of anything you could get for evidence. And your brake man, if you had one, but if not, your conductor, your engineer, anybody that work that works on that train, anybody that had any along the line had anything to do with it, I would have had them, you know, Boy. they would have been picked up right away. They would have been in an office and talked to, and I'm, I'd be sitting there going, somebody is going to be my stool pigeon. Otherwise, you're all going to be jailbirds. I want to know who did what when, and if you're not talking... I'd lock you up because 30 tons of explosives? I think it's 60 tons, isn't it? 60 tons? 60, no, 60,000 pounds. You're right. You're tons. right. I got yeah. 2,000 pounds is I a know. ton. So. Yes, you're absolutely I, correct. I'm not good with math. And but how do you get rid of jockey too. How do you get rid of, uh, how do you move that kind of explosives uh, in a truck without the possibility of it going off? I mean, it's probably a volatile substance, I would imagine, unless you have to have some kind of igniter that, you know, is like a, a detonator to make it go off. But 
I'd be concerned to spark static electricity, things like that, you know? Yeah, I think there's something you mix with it or do. I don't know. Uh, but, I, you know, one thing I do know, you could probably look it up on the Internet and just say, because I rem- see that this is the thing that also ticks me off, is they explain how to do everything uh, on the Internet yeah, in news stories. Uh, I've been seeing that going, uh, you know, they were showing the picture. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, apparently, is it Iran? They're building a, an underground nuclear facility, but they're building it so deep that, you know, our old bunker buster bomb probably can't get to it. So we've actually pulled out an old type bomb and we've redone it. So here's the news, taking a picture of it and yeah. showing showing off the bomb. And then somebody sat there and said, get that damn thing off the Internet. Why? Because you can tell what kind of composite material we use to make the thing so it can burrow into the ground. Yeah. Yeah, well, so, you know, the, we give up. A, the media up does everything. that. The media does that all the time, all the time. There's nothing a secret with the media. There's, there's no. Uh, I don't know how we ever got the Manhattan Project done in World War II. Well, there are secrets with the media when it comes to Joe Biden and the left. I mean, look at the Hunter. That's issue. true. That's true. <laughs> Hunter sat there. I'm not giving you my tax stuff. Well, then he looked at uh, the shot of going to jail. Okay. You can have it. Now, nobody's seen it, but, you know, a deal was struck so that, you know, his, you know, the woman that he never had an affair with that he had an affair with, uh, the stripper, Mm -hmm. you know, she's satisfied. I think Luden, London, whatever her name is. But uh, she's satisfied with everything and her attorneys. Uh, I'm wondering if they really got to see the tax records or he just coughed up money and said, yep, yep, yep. And yep, you know, Joe, this. Joe will not uh, acknowledge that grandchild. No, he won't. But you know, the same people that was, uh, that was hiding the Hunter's laptop are now covering up uh, the Joe scandal. You know I mean? And I see all the time FBI agents do nothing but lie, lie, lie. And a good friend of mine, uh, he's retired now was an FBI agent. And I'm sitting there going, now, Rob didn't do anything like that. I know. I, I know the character of the guy. But the point is, I would question any FBI uh, person these days as being uh, a person of honor that's and got the integrity. Of honor. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. It's got to be tough for people who got into the agency, uh, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, for the right reasons. I mean, there are a lot of people out there, like your friend, who wanted to be uh, an FBI agent and did all the right things and followed all the steps and became an agent, and then to have the people who run it at the very top become corrupt and to start to use them and their cohorts as tools, you know, as political Mm -hmm. tools, something that he didn't sign up for. I mean, when you saw those whistleblowers the other day on television, they didn't sign up to be... uh, political tools. They they signed up to be law enforcement officers and to protect the Constitution. That's why they're whistleblowers. And and my God, those guys deserve medals and they deserve back pay and maybe a bonus. Oh, they're trying to take them now and say, oh, they're lying and twisting. And, you know, and I just said a lot of the FBI people lie, but they're going, they have no proof to, you know, it's just speculation. Well, they're lying to protect Trump. You know, I'm getting so tired of the Trump, 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 Trump stuff. Mm. You know, it goes beyond the point of belief. You know, Bill, they're just going out there 
to ruin him politically. But the fact of the matter is, I heard someone say this this morning, he could be in jail, he'll be elected president. And I, I happen to think that that's the case. I think that people know exactly what's going on, exactly who's be, behind everything. And uh, this guy is being persecuted. I mean, they set his trial date for the Stormy Daniels case. By the way, that was the case where she signed a non-disclosure document and agreed to take money, which she took. And now, all of a sudden, the case is going again. I mean, she, she's in violation of one agreement. Well, th th you know what? Yeah. What does the law mean? Because apparently, the law means a bag of crap. So, in other words, if you break the law, who gives a rat? If, and, you if, know, if you are if you are a, a leftist, if you are a Democrat, part of the the system, the law means nothing to you. Don't worry about it. It can easily be broken. If you are a conservative, look out, look out. You know, I look at guys like Jim Jordan and James Comer and people like that who are trying to fight the system now, and I'm thinking, boy, you better hope. You better hope that you win the House again in 2024, because if it flips again, you guys are going to be in trouble. You know, I wanted to, to mention to you before I forget, what if I told you that uh, a massive black triangular UFO was spotted by 50, Military. U 50 U.S. Marines at Camp Wilson in California yesterday? Yeah. Several officers at Camp Wilson, they even took pictures of it and videos. They've got pictures yeah. and videos of a triangular uh, flying whatever. They don't know what the heck it was. I guess it was silent, no noise, mm -hmm. and it was um, one of your stereotypical triangular UFOs. You've seen them on TV shows and stuff. Well, they saw it, and uh, they got pictures. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, well, you know, it's really amazing is that uh – uh, it's triangular, which is what we uh, have been has been suggested by the media in 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 programs, mm -hmm. you know, or reenactments, which means that we probably have known about this for a long time. And uh, somebody goes, "Oh, you want to make that show more realistic? I can't tell you how, but this is what you got to do," you know. Now the question is: Is that a UFO or is that just a secret uh, aircraft of ours? Something that's so stealth that uh, it can do the things that this thing does, and, you know. But I, they say it'll go incredibly slow. In some cases, they say it will stop, and then they say it'll take off at the speed of sound, gone. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, if there's a person inside, <laughs> if there's a person inside that vessel. You know that they're going to be splatted all over the place. I mean, if it oh, took... yeah, they're a splat in the wall. Well, <laughs> it depends. I mean, you know, you should be a splat on the side of the sub when you go down, you know, so many fathoms. But, you know, you pressurize it. So I'm sure they do the same thing. They have a way of protecting whatever's inside. Mm -hmm. Well, um, anyway, I, I just I wanted to make that uh, tell you that little story before I forgot it because there's so much to talk about today. Um, so... Be on the lookout, folks, for ammonium Strange nitrate. Things. I would, yeah. If you see U-Haul trucks parked in your neighborhood, you might want to call somebody. Um, I mean, and get the hell out of there. Exactly. Get yeah. your family, your kids, and run. Can you imagine that? Though, I mean, that for two weeks it was missing and nobody noticed. You think somebody would say, "Hey, uh, did anybody offload that uh, ammonium nitrate yet? What ammonium nitrate? Oh. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. You know." <laughs> Uh, anyway, 
trust me, friends, there are terrorist organizations in our country. They're there. They're here, rather, and they're going to do some nasty stuff. And thanks to our administration, the current administration, uh, a lot of them are getting to do exactly what they want to do when they want to do it. Uh, they, well, they, I, I, I think the one thing that you can kind of you, you get the feel for, something is up. There's a lot of pieces in this puzzle, and all the pieces that we're looking at all are detrimental. Well, you know what they're talking about, and no one's talking about this too? As a matter of fact, they're trying to discourage people from talking about it. There is a story going around right now that the Internet is going to go down at the end of this week. Have you heard this, Bill? Yeah, I've heard this, but I've also heard another thing. So let's talk about the Internet mm -hmm. and uh, what it will do. Now, I could tell you this. Um you know, I have private communication that is sitting in the other room, but that that's not going to get from me to mm -hmm. the listener to say, hey, here's what's going on. Not that I'm in the know. So I don't want anyone to think, oh, this, this jackass thinks he knows everything. And no, I'm telling you what I observed and what I feel. And yeah, I've, I've listened, you know, I listened back to the show and I go, oh, we had a great show. And then I sit there and I get critical and I go, Man, you sound like uh, what's his putts from Cheers, you know, uh, uh, the the guy that was the the postman or something. Oh, even Cliff, Cliff Clavin. Cliff, yeah. yeah. Hey, Cliffy, I got a I got a story. Well, you know, you take this and yeah, I got a story for everything, but uh, which I guess I do, and sometimes I go, why don't I just shut up? <laughs> no, you know, we're doing a talk show, Billy. I mean, shutting up doesn't seem to uh, to work very well. Um, no, you got to fill the. You have to fill the dead, the dead space. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> Otherwise, it's a very quiet program. Um, so it's an show. we have uh, uh, the internet possibly going down. If that happens, by the way, uh, it's going to affect everything: your cell phones, your TV. Everything is going to be off. Uh, you you you'll be you'll be going back to uh, transistor radios and hoping that radio stations have the power to to be on the air, but. Uh, the thing that makes this story seem to be more credible is that they issued senators sat phones yesterday, mm -hmm. uh, satellite phones, because they want them to be in communication. So, uh, I mean, they can poo-poo the fact, oh, the Internet's not going to go down. Hey, I would imagine that if someone wants to pull the Internet down, what if, what if they took that ammonium nitrate and, and used it at a key distribution center of the uh, – of the internet. Well, you could do that. Take down power grid. Uh, another player that's in there, you know, Bill Gates can't keep his mouth shut. Oh, I know. And he's, pre he's predicting the end of uh, uh, Twitter and social media, as you know it, because, of course, he's a competitor because he has AI right. with Microsoft, and he's saying that's going to be the thing. Um, it's funny how he had a vaccine in place. It wasn't a good vaccine, but he had a vaccine in place when he was talking about there's going to be a pandemic. Yeah, get ready. There's going to be a pandemic. You know, he's sounding the battle cry of something that he is behind. He's already talking about another pandemic this summer. Gates. Yeah, well, the, yeah. And there. look, I went to, where was it I was at? Oh, the store. Mm -hmm. You know, and, you know, because they have a pharmacy. And I can't remember the exact wording, but, you know, you know why you, why it's safer to stay inside. Get, get all your needs here. And I'm like going, wait, are they prepping us to be locked down? But this time 
they're going to they're going to take the key away. Now, what I also find interesting, what happens on Thursday? On Thursday. What happens on First Thursday? First day of June. Uh, Thursday. You mean next Thursday, not this thir- not this Thursday. A week from yeah, this next, Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, a week from this Thursday. What happens? Uh, tell me. Because June I 1st. Right. And what what uh, what happens? We can't pay our bills unless they come to oh, the an default. Agreement. The default. The economy defaults. Yes. And even if they come to an agreement, mm-hmm. there is going to be a, the debt ceiling is going to raise. The Fed's going to come in with T bills. They're going to rush in with that. And now the Fed is is saying, well, there's a possibility. And I'm not saying go do a bank run now, but they're saying there's a possibility, good possibility, that the Fed is going to tell the banks. That you know, people can only take out so much of their money. I saw a program last night. You know, TV shows sometimes can be uh, precursors to the truth. It's mm-hmm. it was uh, one of those FBI programs. You know, they have FBI, FBI Most Wanted, FBI right. International. You know, think about it. For three hours, the FBI gets uh, PR, gets promotion, free from CBS. You know, I mean, they, they make the FBI look like some idyllic organization. But anyway, um, in, in one of the programs, uh, it, it starts off with a guy who uh, goes to a bank with a gun, and he wants more than $10,000 because the bank will only, only give the people, no matter how much money they have in their bank accounts, the bank will only give them $10,000. You can only withdraw $10,000 from mm-hmm. your account. And, and I was thinking, boy... Are we that close to something like this happening? I think we probably are. I think we probably yeah. are. I mean, if well, I went you, to, if I had a hundred thousand dollars in a bank right now, could I go down to the bank right now and withdraw my hundred thousand dollars? No, they would ask you what you want to use the money for, which is none of their business. Right. But they would do that. They would stall, and if they finally agreed to do it, they would tell you that well, you're going to have to come back because they don't have that much physical money in the bank. <coughs> yes, they exactly. They don't. Exactly. They have to order it. Yep. And then then they got to explain, well, why do you need that much money? Well, Mr. Harrington said he wants to take his ca- account out. He is going to make it rain in well, downtown Pittsburgh. If you withdraw right now, under normal circumstances, if you withdraw $10,000, they report you to the FBI. Yeah. And did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, so that that's why you know if uh, if you're doing criminal activity, you you don't even do the the nine thousand. You do it. Uh, you yeah. probably do uh, eight Break nine ninety nine. Yeah, um, and and in stores, you know, you know those uh, people that come in and they they want to put money on a card. There's certain cards that they do, but five hundred dollars trips a trips a trigger. That if yeah. you're putting on five hundred or more on a particular kind of card, that trips a trigger. And that brings in, you know, the, the eyes of scrutiny on you. And it's uh, when I say that, I'm talking about, you know, uh, the legal powers that be. Yeah. You can't do it. Well, they, uh, you can sell it at a store, but it, it trips a trigger. So, folks, a uh, lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on. I, I was going to tell you about Trump. They set a, a trial date for Stormy Daniels. I think it's in, I want to say it's in May. It might be March, but it's, it's in the springtime of twenty. Uh, 24, mm-hmm. and this is right during the elections and the primaries and stuff like that. They're doing everything they can to destroy and stop Trump. 
Yeah, and then you've got uh, uh, the one he just wrapped up, Eugene Carroll. She's coming back at him again for the same thing, going slandered. Now, I'm sorry, uh, that old battle act, that hag, you know, I wouldn't touch her either, and she's not my type, and I'm, I feel free to say it. And you know what? If somebody sued me and took uh, all 10 cents that I have, you know, I'm not going to hold back because I didn't do anything to them, and I'm sure as hell going to stick to my story because it's the truth. So he's got every right in the world to sit there, you know. You know, uh, he says he doesn't speech. even he says he doesn't even know her. Trump right. says I don't even remember this person. And he wasn't given a fair trial because he was not allowed to present evidence against her. Oh no no no, no. that's thrown out. That has no relevance. Yes, it does, and that shows it's a Mickey Mouse court system and. You know, you got the head mouseketeer as a judge, and now they're sitting there. They're going after business dealings overseas. He's been subpoenaed because they want to. They're attacking his money and his businesses. They're they're making stuff up. You don't have to have, you don't have to have evidence. All you have to have is somebody going, yeah, yeah. You know, he told me once in the elevator riding up. Yeah, these these stupid people don't know what I'm screwing them over with. Yeah, like he really did say that, but. All you got to do is have somebody, you know, tell this lie, and then you can sit there and, and trump up a case, so to speak. A new poll, uh, I don't know whether you heard about this, a new poll uh, says that President Biden has the lowest approval numbers uh, of uh, any president in history. This is a Washington Post-ABC News poll found that Biden is sinking in the uh, polls, sounding alarms that he may be... Uh, unelectable and see they're setting him up by the way they're setting him up they don't want him in 2024 the uh, other side doesn't who do they want but they also don't want to sound like they're against him either you don't want to sound like you're against the the, the person who took you to the dance he's he's the president but uh, they, they'd like to see him fade away and joe doesn't know when it's uh, when it's time to leave and uh, so uh, the polls are showing that the people can't stand the guy they don't trust him. They think they think, by the way, over over fifty percent of the country believes the guy is a criminal. That he's done something. He sold the country out. Over fifty percent. Uh, Will he and his family ever be held accountable? Well, the answer, in my opinion, is no. No, I. I, I mean, I, Bill, I want to play for you a cut. I played this a couple of days ago, but it, it's worth playing again. It's KT McFarland, former. Deputy uh, National Security Advisor to the President. And uh, here's what KT McFarland said about the 2024 election. We now have black and white evidence that the FBI interfered in the 2016 election. And then when they failed to get their candidate elected, Hillary Clinton, then they just set out to destroy the Trump administration. So then go back, go up to 2020. It was the CIA this time that got involved in the 2020 election with those 51 former intel agents who talked about the Hunter Biden laptop as total Russian disinformation. Mm -hmm. So they've gotten away with it for two elections. They're for sure going to get away with it. Try
tried to get away with it in 24, right? Because there's no consequence. The difference is in 2024, the evidence is there. We now have the Durham investigation. We have all the congressional investigations. There is now hard evidence that there was election interference by the U.S. intelligence agencies and the Department of Justice. They've got to be terrified. Those individuals have to be terrified that a Republican president comes in in the 2024 election with a Republican attorney general, investigates them and charges them all with the crimes they've committed over the last eight years. Well, we'll see about that. You're right. There are questions around these elections because of this interference. Do you think there will be election interference then in 24? Take it to the bank. They will absolutely interfere wow. in 2024. We're not sure how, but they will absolutely interfere, not only because they're not going to like whoever the Republican candidate is, but because they're going to protect their own hides. That's why they're, they were talking to their own people, and the whistleblowers have brought this up, that they were told, don't put anything on paper, just tell us orally. They right. knew that they were doing stuff wrong. They knew that they yeah. were going to be liable for prosecution. Yeah, it's, it's too bad. I wish the media were more curious about all of this. Unfortunately, the media takes the narrative of the Democrat Party and runs with it and then tries to cancel anybody who's not on board. Well, they're in the same position. They, they can't possibly admit they were wrong because that sort of cuts under, it, it just undercuts their whole reason for being. So they're going to continue to have the fake narrative and they're going to continue to cover up and pretend that nothing bad went on. I mean, they're all in it together. This is what the terrible thing is. These people are selling the country. They're just selling us out, not only to yeah. foreign leaders, but they're, they're interfering in our elections. They're tearing up the Constitution. Why? Because they want to protect their jobs. They want to protect their ratings. It just, it just is, I never thought I would be this upset about how anybody in the government was performing, but this is just a gut punch to the American people. It, it really is, and it's because you're a patriot. You don't want to see this kind of injustice. I agree with you. KT, it's good to see you. Thank you. KT McFarland, former deputy uh, security advisor to the president. Uh, that's a big position. She's a smart person, not to be taken lightly, but she knows, as do uh, I know, that they're going to tr they're going to try to do it again. They're going to try to interfere. They're doing it now. They're doing it right. now. They're by by uh, these ridiculous cases against President Trump. Uh, they're throwing these things at him. The, you you know that coming down the road, that special counsel that uh, Garland has put in place, Smith. You know he's going to come out with some charges. He's going to make it a big deal at the appropriate time. You know that in August, the the uh, Georgia Attorney General is going to file trumped-up charges, no pun intended, against President Trump. You know that's going to happen. And they're mm -hmm. all going to be timed to be headlines at appropriate moments, if you know what I mean. They're going to try to make him look like a criminal. Uh, I think that they've mis uh, misjudged his supporters because I think most of his supporters know that this is all a planned attack and uh, that this is all going to come back at them. I think he could be the first president elected uh, while he's in jail. I know that sounds well, crazy. Well, I, I hope it doesn't come to them arresting him under false charges, but I think they will. And I think once they get him in jail, what happens to everybody that they don't like or that could hurt them when they go to jail? They get well, very the, depressed. You know, uh, they do. They do get depressed. You know, we have Ron DeSantis running. We talk, we said we we're going to mm -hmm. talk about that. He's making his announcement tonight. It's an audio-only announcement. It's on Twitter. It's uh, 
going to be co-hosted by Elon Musk, and I think they're going to have a moderator to take mm-hmm. questions. Um, I don't know whether this is an endorsement by Musk or just uh, a way to promote the usefulness of Twitter. Probably but, uh, both. Yeah, uh, Musk is not going to come be there with you unless he has some faith and belief in you. And, you know, Musk put faith and belief in Trump, you know, to put him back on on the platform. Musk is more of a conservative than what he really, you know, than he yeah. thinks. But, you know, when you say conservative, you know, we got to define that. You know, that doesn't mean you're a right-wing fanatical. It just means that you believe in the freedoms and uh, all the privileges of the Constitution of the United States. Here's my concerns about uh, DeSantis. I think DeSantis... On the surface, seems like uh, a good guy, my, my, my kind of guy, right? But that being said, show me your friends. I'll tell you what you are. Supposedly, he's getting the support of Carl Rove, of Jeb Bush and family. Uh, he's getting the support, I think, of Paul Ryan. Uh, these are people who I don't have a lot of respect for because they've they've uh, used the system against us, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know whether, uh, DeSantis is, is really one of us or whether he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. And, and that's of some concern to me. Here's what I know about Trump. A, he doesn't need the money. Okay. That's a big thing. Money talks. Nobody walks, right? He doesn't need the money. Uh, he has got, uh, an incredible amount of intestinal fortitude. I mean, the stamina this guy has is just unbelievable. He just, he can stand up against all these people, and he's going to need that because I don't know whether any other candidate has that. I mean, I don't know whether any any other candidate is going to be able to uh, slay the dragon, if you know what I mean. He's the Timex watch of politicians. He just takes a licking and keeps on ticking. Yeah. He, I mean, I I couldn't I couldn't take the punishment that that's being no. dealt out there, and I don't think the left really is. They're going like, "What the hell is with this guy?" You got to understand something. He's a it's part of his makeup, part of his personality. You may not like the guy, but that's part of it. Yeah. And then the the other part of that drive is he wouldn't have it if he didn't have like minded people to give him that support, and that's his base. So. You know, when they attack Trump, they make him stronger. Now, I'm not, you know, I was going to say, if you know, probably the thing I shouldn't say, you start attacking the base, you know, that might change things because can we, could we take the, t- the attack? You know, but I, I think, think they're, they're already, to do that I think too. they're already doing that. They're calling us, yeah. they're, they're making MAGA into a swear word in our society right now. Make America great again. You got uh, this idiot we have in the White House right now. Uh, calling using the word MAGA like it's a foul term, make America great again, and he makes it sound vile, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he the guy, sure does. the guy is amazing. Um, we, we are in a dire set, but I happen to agree, by the way, with KT McFarland. I think that the biggest problem we have right now is that no matter how strong a race President Trump run, runs or or God, or Ron DeSantis. Let's say for some reason Ron DeSantis is the Republican nominee. Something happens and Trump is not in the race. 
DeSantis is the nominee. I think that it's still going to be stolen by the deep state because that is what they do. They have the system worked out. They know how to cheat. They did it in 2016. It backfired because Trump overwhelmed them to a point where it was so disgusting. Hillary was throwing things and uh, and telling people to leave. <laughs> I mean, she was not a happy person uh, because she was sure she was going to be president. They had the fireworks on, on a barge in uh, mm-hmm. New York Harbor. They were getting ready to have a great uh, fireworks show. And uh, it didn't happen. It did not happen. So I don't know. I, I think in 2020, I think that it was stolen. I think 2022, they got a little better at it for the local midterm elections. A lot of those races probably have Carrie Lake, for example. I, she's still fighting it, God bless her. Three-day case the other day. All this great evidence was put out there. Thousands of stolen ballots. And some idiot judge, some corrupt idiot judge, he dismisses it in 30 seconds. Like, it's done. I don't want to hear it anymore. I mean, it's just that quick. Now, have you seen the reports of the vile left, the media, calling her names and mocking her and making really oh, yeah. derogatory things about her? Yet, you know, if somebody is even remotely accused on the right of making a, a derogatory statement, they're a homophobe, they're a sexist, they're, they're, they're this and that. Gee, you know what? But this is the product of our journalism schools. Let me tell, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play you something. It's This is from, I guess it was last week. Uh, the graduation of the uh, School of Journalism at Columbia, I think oh, it was great. at Columbia University, and Christian Amanpour was one of the speakers. And there was a time when, if you had a keynote speaker at one of these events, they would come and they would talk about all the great things that you, the student, have done to get to where you are right now. And, and the responsibility that you have ahead of you to be uh, a great journalist and to bring the, bring the public honest news, uh, unbiased news. No, no, that's not what Christian Amanpour did. I want you to hear what she talked about at the uh, school. Listen to this. For me, of course, the fact that the American people voted three times against Trump and Trumpism, 2018, 2020, 2022, also speaks volumes. We've done our duty, we have told the story, we have put that in everybody's awareness, and people have had the opportunity to make their choices, and they have done. I still respectfully disagree with allowing Donald Trump to appear in that particular format. We're all grown-ups, of course. And we can hold differing opinions without a great big blow-up. We know Trump and his tendencies, everyone does. He just seizes the stage and dominates. No matter how much flack the moderator tries to aim at the incoming, it doesn't often work. For me, I would have dropped the mic at nasty person, but then that's me. I've been in the ring for a long time with many of these people. Since we're speaking at your graduation though, and you're going to have to deal with this stuff potentially in the future, I think this is all a very well-timed, practical masterclass. So in this case, what could have been done better? What would you do if you had been the decider? Your own Columbia Journalism Review a few weeks ago addressed precisely this issue, concluding that the American press and maybe the world's press still hasn't learned how to deal with or cover Donald Trump. 
Maybe we should revert back to the newspaper editors and TV chiefs of the 1950s, who in the end refused to allow McCarthyism onto their pages unless his foul lies, his witch hunts, and his rants reached the basic evidence level required in a court of law. His influence gradually decreased with all but his fervent cliques and cults. See, but what she doesn't understand, okay, what she's too narrow-minded to understand is that even in the 1950s, they didn't have the right as journalists to edit the news. It wasn't their decision to decide what we could get as, as a, a, a reading public or a, a viewing public. They think that they are the... Uh, the gate minders, if you know what I mean. They think they have mm -hmm. the authority. She talks about Donald Trump. She, when she said that remark, by the way, about, you know, uh, I, if it were me, I would have dropped the mic at the word nasty. I thought to myself, what kind of damn journalist are you? I mean, a journalist challenges somebody who's giving you a hard time. If somebody calls you nasty, you don't get your tail in a fluster and leave the stage. That's what she would have done because that's what she just, just said. You know, what you do is you stand up and you ask tougher questions. But no, this isn't how they work, you see. These people have an agenda going into a story. When they walk into the room to interview somebody like Trump, they already know what they want to do. They have their gotcha questions all lined up. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Right now, the same people who ask these blistering questions of uh, Joe Biden, like, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Because that's the kind of stuff they ask him. These same people won't give Donald Trump a word edgewise. They won't let him finish a sentence. They'll be jamming questions like they did before at him. But you know the difference is Trump will stand up to him and Trump will answer the questions because that's the kind of guy he is. And that's mm -hmm. the well, difference. They telegraph. They telegraph what they're what what they're going to do in Trump is he 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 listens to he reads that telegraph. He did for that uh, CNN uh, special, and he was able to sit there and answer it and be prepared for it right away. And she wasn't prepared for that. She prepared her questions. Oh, I'm going to get him now. Yeah. She didn't think that he would answer the question and figure out how to follow back because there is no follow-up to a properly answered question, which he did. That's the difference. Trump actually will listen to the questioner, whereas Biden goes into a situation with prepared uh, questions and answers. He, you, you probably have seen the picture of him holding the piece of paper that said talking points. That's because he can't remember what the heck to talk about when he's up there. Well, I'll give Trump cre this credit because when he started out, there were a couple of times he stammered a little bit when he was asked a question because he wasn't prepared for how they were going to target and go against him. So he's had to learn to sit there and, you know, take the punches on the spot and deliver a blowback. He's, you know, this is a boxing match. And, you know, they might put their left hook in, but he blocks it and hits, hits him with another shot, counter punch. And that's what happened. And you were watching a fist fight on CNN, and he won. And they don't like that, that he won, because they thought, well, I trained with the best. I know the best. I, I had him. No, you didn't have him. You never had him. 
So getting back to uh, the situation, uh, in my opinion, Trump is not going to, if he gets into the presidency in 2024, it will be because something major has happened between now and then that helped clean out the rat's nest that is the deep state. Because the deep state is entrenched in every single aspect of our government. It's, it's awful, friends. You talk about D.C., you know, people say, why didn't Durham uh, have some indictments in his uh, Durham report? I think realistically it's because he was smart enough to know that if he suggested indictments in the Durham report and they had those indictments in Washington, D.C., everybody they indicted would get off because the legal system is corrupt. And if you don't think it's corrupt, look around the country. Look what just happened to, to Carrie Lake. Now, people will say, you think the whole legal system is corrupt? No, but I think that key areas are corrupt. And I think guys like George Soros have financed these people, sometimes very quietly behind the scenes, but they have financed them to get their people in the, in the right situation for the right moment. And that's what we're seeing right now. Um, I want to play, and if you don't think there's a deep state, I want to, I want to play a, a cut for you. Uh, World Economic mm. Forum advisor Yuval no Noah Harari uh, took the stage at the Frontiers Forum in uh, late April to share his insights on a wide range of topics from AI, that's artificial intelligence tools, to the controversial, and this is what they put in the, in the piece, QAnon and Q posts, okay? Now, understand something. Q stands for question. That's all it stands for. It means question. Question. Question everything is what the Q thing stands for. It's not some magical, mystical thing. Anon stands for anonymous. Because a lot of people who follow the Q posts don't want their names out there, so they they call themselves anonymous. And that's where QAnon comes from. But anyway, uh, this guy, Yuval Harari, was speaking. He's an advisor to the World Economic Forum. You know, that's Klaus, mm -hmm. Schwab, Klaus Schwab and company. Here's what he had to say. About the next U.S. presidential race in 2024 and try to imagine the impact of the new AI tools that can mass produce political manifestos, fake news stories, and even holy scriptures for new cults. In recent years, the politically influential QAnon cult has formed around anonymous online texts known as QDrops. Now, followers of this cult, which are millions now in the US and the rest of the world, collected, revered, and interpreted these QDrops as some kind of new scriptures, as a sacred text. Now, to the best of our knowledge, all previous QDrops were composed by human beings and bots only helped to disseminate these texts online. But in future, we might see the first cults and religions in history whose revered texts were written by a non-human intelligence. And of course, religions throughout history claimed that their holy books were written by a non-human intelligence. This was never true before. This could become true very, very quickly. Unbelievable. This guy, they're, they're nervous. The deep state is nervous because 
a lot of people are questioning what's going on in their world for the first time. We've all been sheep before. Now they're looking around saying, wait a second, what is really happening? What is really happening? And guys like this guy, uh, Yabal Harari, uh, he's trying to sow some doubt into people's minds like, well, all this stuff has been written right now, we think, by humans, but down the road, it may be written by artificial intelligence. And then he throws out there, you notice this this atheist throws out there, well, you know, and up until this point, uh, other religions have always said that their, their Bibles and, and their Korans have been written by, by non-humans. That's, he said it. This guy just said it in his comment. Um as if that's a bad thing. I mean, is he, he was essentially mocking God, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And um, but they're nervous because people are starting to catch on. They're starting to see underneath the curtain what is well, going on. You gotta wonder if he didn't do a telltale of the steel and the depth of the steel. You know, let's just say they shut down the internet. They shut down everything. They're generating have been and generate new stories that are far-fetched to sit there and destroy the right. And let's just say with AI, they they have uh, decided to develop a way to, you know, let the AI cast votes, steal mm-hmm. votes, and rewrite votes. Who's to say they can't do that? You know, you take a ballot, you voted for Trump, but it gets scanned in and it gets manipulated and changed by a, an artificial intelligence that, that's what it's programmed to do, and that's what it does. And uh, there's nothing here to see. These people didn't touch this. They didn't. They didn't load in ballots. These were all your ballots. Have you wondered why uh, a guy like uh, Rupert Murdoch, who had a case, by the way, they say the case with Dominion wasn't all Dominion, and the Dominion could have lost the case. But they're saying that Rupert Murdoch was going to be called to testify, and he didn't want to testify. This is what they're telling the people. They're saying Mm -hmm. that because he didn't want to testify, he agreed to a $750 million settlement with with Dominion, which makes no sense at all. This is a guy who loves money, and they're saying that he gave up $750 million because he didn't want to testify? Yeah, you got to wonder about that. But Dominion got a lot of takes. And how did this company that was, you know, uh, they were in the toilet before the election. And but they were, how, how they got resurrected, I don't know. And now they win that lawsuit. And, you know, this continues on. Don't you think that the reason for them uh, coming to that settlement was to strike fear into the hearts of other companies and organizations who all of a sudden look around and think, oh, my God. They lost seven hundred fifty million dollars. We we gotta toe the line. We we gotta fall in line. We gotta do the 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 right thing and don't make any mention of any. Uh, uh, well, you know uh, what? Digital uh, situation. Well, go ahead. What? I was gonna say. I'll remind Dominion hmm? and uh, the people that uh, you know are in charge of the hardware and the software of a little company that came out of um, I think Penn Hills area of uh, somewhere McKeesport, something like that, out of your area where you live. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was back during the Reagan years. And, you know, you get into the tentacles of the octopus, but what Reagan was using was software that was developed right there in your neighborhood that would allow uh, his, you know, his, his people to go into, let's say, uh, Gaddafi. Uh, what was his nation? Whatever it was. Right, right. Uh, uh, um, Libya, ba- Libya, right. Libya. 
You could go into their bank account, open up a back door, create a back door, open it up, take all their funds out digitally, shut that back door and seal it to nobody. Nobody would ever know who got in there. We took their money and there's rumors. We did that kind of to the rubles too, that they didn't know where their money went, but that was it. They lost their money. And that's legally how attorneys win. They, they, they attack your money, which is why they're attacking Trump and his organizations and everything. They want to, they want to defund him. Here's what I know. Trump's that company's gone is what I'm trying to say. It it was it was hot, it was cool, and then it just poof. Well, you know, he, he, you look at uh, what Trump wants. He wants paper ballots, same day voting. He wants IDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are simplistic things, but it gets rid of the entire computerized uh, voting system. And I'm sorry, where there's a computer, there's a possibility of a hack. It's as simple as that. And they said it wasn't connected to the internet, and then they said, well, some of them are. How many do you need to, ha- to be connected to the internet, uh, you know, for it to uh, be, be a crooked election? Well, by design, that particular system is designed to be connected to the internet. That was what it was all about. Mm-hmm. And it was used in a lot of elections uh, to, in foreign countries to cheat the election. And they cannot deny that unless they've swept the Internet of stories. Uh, it was all out there. It was all fact. And they were in bankruptcy. You know, they got bailed out by a party, I believe, that sat there and said, you know, we can take their bad and turn it into our good. And they did. Hey, another thing I wanted to um, point out before we uh, wrap this show up. I don't know that you heard about this. The Biden administration will end DNA testing at the southern border to ensure vulnerable children are not being trafficked by Mexican cartels. This is according to uh, news leaked from the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, one of their memos. So what they've been doing, uh, at least since the Trump administration, is when they get a child, uh, they swab them for their DNA, and they swab the person who's bringing him in to see whether they're family members. They, because they may say, oh, this is my little, my little boy here. This is my son. It may be no relation. It may be a, a business transaction. This may be somebody bringing somebody across to drop that child off in some uh, trafficking uh, organization. So Biden, being the uh, corrupt son of a bee that he is, has decided to stop that practice. It's done as of right now. Right now, no more DNA testing. Just bring the kids in and ship them off to wherever they want to go. Now, for normal citizens, DNA testing is probably a uh, a uh, standard with that administration. But I don't know. These guys are kind of whacked out and crazy. But a similar story, a woman who suffered uh, severe nerve damage after receiving the COVID-19 shot and four others are now suing uh, the government, the Biden regime, over being forced to take that uh, that COVID nineteen shot. How many other people have suffered ill fates, or you know things just like this, or worse? You know, is this going to be a big class action suit, or you know, they'll shut it down? The government will find a way to shut it down. Actor Jim Caviezel, who was Jesus Christ and the Passion of the Christ, and also was in the TV series Person of Interest. Really good actor, real good actor. Um, he was in a movie, he did a movie three years ago, just about three years ago about human trafficking. They say it's fantastic. They couldn't find a distributor. Think about it. Hollywood didn't want to distribute this movie. It was professionally shot, a professional director, uh, an A-list actor in the lead, 
The storyline was terrific. They say it's a great movie. They just got a distributor. It's an off-site distributor called, I think, Angel Films, A-N-G-E-L Films. And I think they're going to have to go with a uh, internet uh, premiere. But it's going to be soon. I can't think of the name of the movie, but I, I will search for it and hopefully have it for you tomorrow. But you don't need me to find it. All you have to do is look for Jim Caviezel. Uh, that's C-A-V-I-E-S-E-L, I believe. Uh, and uh, you put the uh, child trafficking movie, and uh, you'll probably get some kind of uh, feedback uh, on the Internet from that. It's supposed to be really good. I saw the preview, and uh, it's going to break your heart because there are little people, little children as we speak, who are being brought into this country to be used by the evil the most evil in our society, the most evil in our mm -hmm. society, people who abuse these children physically and mentally. Oh, my dear God. Uh, you know, God supposedly started this country, but the devil's got an inroad right now. Pray for our country, and uh, let's hope that we can get around this. And, and by the way, spread the word on this program, if you would. Just tell your friends, we're not perfect. We don't always have the, the greatest of shows, but we do our darndest every single day. We get nothing for this. Bill and I, we've, we've said many times, a lot of shows out there that are being done by people who are far less professional and give you far less information. They're making some money, but we just decided a long time ago that we should just keep just keep doing the show. Just keep doing we the keep show. keep plugging along. And, you know, if money comes our way, it comes our way. If it doesn't, then, you know, the satisfaction is is that we feel that we, uh, we're we making a difference. And uh, yeah. know, I hope and pray we do uh, continue to do it. So, If you want to reach us, our uh, phone number is 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. There's also mail at it's anotherday.com. So yeah, reach out. You know, that that is one of the paybacks for us is that if you reach out, you know, so make us feel good. A little attaboys are always nice. So listen, uh, pray that we find that uh, ammonium nitrate because they didn't steal it to fertilize their lawns. That's yeah. been, that, th there's something bad that's happening right now in our country. And uh, God forbid if they use it for what we think they may use it for, some good people are going to suffer for no reason at all. Uh, also, pray for the children that are being trafficked into our country. Just pray for our country, actually. Yeah, daily. Yes. Hey, my friend, have a great day. Enjoy your, your uh, Wednesday, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Sounds like a good plan. We'll talk to you later. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. 
and tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million?